Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of We Don't Know Them, a Toronto, soon-to-be Ottawa slash Montreal-based <laughs> advice podcast. I'm Tia. And I'm Maddie. And yeah, I guess this is one of our last episodes that we'll be recording with you in the city. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Scary. Weird. Um, and I guess like we may end up having a couple episodes off. Um, maybe just one or two. Just Unacceptable. With- <laughs> All three of our followers are enraged. <laughs> Kaylin. <laughs> um yeah just because with moving and everything and then you're very busy right now so oh my god yeah i want to throw up looking at my schedule yeah like someone asked me what's your december schedule like and i'm like bad see you in 2022 don't even ask no no i think someone's like i I don't know if it was my boyfriend or my mom or something was asking something about like oh like when you'll see tia and i'm like see tia (laughs) not seeing tia anymore no one is seeing me in the flesh until at least february i have one thing that luckily i scheduled with her a couple (laughs) weeks ago um booked in real early and then that's it yeah we'll see oh my god yeah it's crazy but i will help you move if i can I think I'll be off that week. Like, I'll, I'll still have cover in, like, St. Mm. Michael's. So I'll be half off that week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm fully off the 20... Whatever, the 27th. Is that the Monday to the 31st? Yeah. Okay, so I, I should be able to help you. Okay. I think yeah. Matt might come down and help me organize stuff. Yeah, he better. let's be honest. You don't you're, think he's You're kidding. probably a better... No, <laughs> that, you're better at organizing than he is. Yeah, it was so funny. Like, when my other friend moved here, I went to help her like after her family had left and I was just like unpacking boxes like every and she's like no it's fine like you don't have to do that and I'm like no I don't think you understand like I physically can't be here unless this is done and I like unpacked every single one of her remaining boxes brought them to recycling was like organizing shit and she was like if you weren't here this probably would have been unpacked for like at least three months and I'm like no Mm-mm. Yeah. absolutely nope can't do it mine was unpacked on the first day because my mom came later and did it but the annoying part is like unpacking is like fine with me it's packing it up yeah that i like hate well because it's always like okay you still need this out so you can't pack it yet and then like you pack something you're like fuck where did i put that it's yeah. really annoying and also like my apartment's only so big like i can't when i was moving out of my parents i packed boxes and left them in the basement like when yeah. i decorate my apartment with boxes at this point. i know like my coworker was like, oh, because um, we had so many boxes and we were bringing them to recycling. And he's like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to come here and get boxes when I'm moving. And he's like, do you want to take these ones? And I'm like, I'm not moving for like five months. I'm like, yeah. where do you think I'm going to put them? Just in my living room? Like, no. Right? Yeah, so I don't know. I'm trying to slowly today. I like, I bought some storage containers from like the dollar store and organized like under my um, sink. Smart. So everything's in like little containers under there. So that's easier to pack, but like I should do that. That was honestly the most that I had in me, and it was only like twenty minutes of work. So <laughs> I'm also so tired because it's like I moved like every apartment I've been in. I'm like I'm not gonna put effort into it because like I'm probably just gonna move. Mm. And then I came here and I was like, oh, love this apartment, love this area. Like it's so good for my commute to work. Like I'm not gonna move here like for a long time. <laughs> I'm right on schedule. <laughs> Two years. Right on schedule. Moving again. I know, and you did all this cute stuff. But I think next, when you move next, although if you're renting before you buy, I guess you're not going to do well, anything to that rental. But once you buy, we'll, we'll do shit to it right away so that, you know, I it's can at least all enjoy. done. Yeah, and you're enjoying it for however long you're there. It's the full time, you know? That's the other shitty thing. It's like, I'm, I don't want to move again, so I'm moving to rent to figure out where I want to buy. So I'm moving knowing I'm going to move again. Yeah. Like, but that's so annoying. Maybe come spring, if you figure out that you can like move and buy right away then that's 
it's just more so area, right? Like, yeah. I want to know, like, where exactly I want to be. You'll just have to, um, come for visits, <laughs> and we'll drive down to Montreal to yeah. tour places. I guess. Yeah. I wish that none of this mattered. I wish I was rich, and I could just be like, yeah, that looks nice. Yeah. And then if it's not, whatever, I just buy another one. <laughs> yeah. Maybe one day. So much work. Also, the idea of moving out of this apartment with no elevator. I want to die. Like, I want to die. I didn't think about that. Moving in sucked. Yeah. But I didn't have half the amount of shit I have now because I was moving from a bachelor into a one-bedroom. Yeah, yeah. I have so much stuff now. At least you're not going to take these couches with you. So, like, I mean, you have to bring them down, but you can probably, like, pull them into pieces a bit more to bring them down. Well, I'll also probably bring them down, like, before my moving day. Yeah. So it's just, like, one less thing to do. Yeah. But, yeah, all these things. Like, these fucking Ikea shelves are always so fucking annoying to move. So heavy. And, like, I'm gonna have to take all my... I finally put up my shelves, and I have to take them down. Okay, but you're not moving right now. You still have, like, quite a few... A decent amount of months, so it's okay. <laughs> Just enjoy them for now, No, I'm gonna start being miserable now. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, you have all your shelves down. <laughs> uh, anyways. Yeah, so uh, we'll do our best <laughs> to get some episodes in before Christmas. Yeah. And if not... Yeah, if we take a couple weeks off... Um, Get over it. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we deserve it. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Question um, number one. Okay. <clears throat> My best friend is in his early 20s and had some pretty significant hair thinning due to an acne medication he took as a youth. His self-esteem took a giant hit and he spent his entire youth savings for hair transplant surgery. Each time he goes for a surgery, they seem to promise great results, tell him otherwise at the recheck, and then sell him on another procedure. I suggest... Uh, I'd suggest it's very similar to wrinkle cream if wrinkle creams cost $11,000 each. He's planning on doing another surgery and will reach the $30,000 mark if he does. As his best friend, what should I do? I'm worried he's been taken advantage of by these doctors. I just want him to enjoy life and love himself. What kind of early 20-year-old is able to spend $30,000 on surgery like this? I don't know. I mean, maybe that's the issue is he's not able to, but somehow (laughs) he's like in debt over it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's hard. I like, uh, you know, I get that it can be hard to deal with things like my boyfriend is also balding and he has a hard time with it sometimes, but I think at some point you just have to like embrace it. I, yeah, I don't know much about hair transplant surgery, but I assume it might be like, oh, if it doesn't take, you know what I yeah. mean? Like maybe that's why you have to do it again. Maybe. I was just sucking. I'm pretty sure like, do you ever watch John and Kate plus eight? No. The dad and that had hair plans and hair transplant surgery and I'm pretty sure it like worked perfectly and he has like a great head of hair now after like the one time so just let him try a couple more times yeah (laughs) but like I I don't know like it's hard I don't you of course can try and help him like appreciate that like maybe he looks good with a bald head but like Um, okay here's my stance on this it doesn't matter like what I think about how you look if you have the ability to spend money and do something that's going to make you feel better about yourself. Every mm-hmm. time you look in the mirror, you're going to stop thinking about that one thing and obsessing over it and hating how you look and being so insecure. If you can do something about it, fucking go for it. Like, yeah. people who are like, oh, you got a nose job? So what? Like, yeah. if you're insecure about your nose your whole life and you want to get a nose job, get a damn nose job if that's going to make you feel good about yourself. Yeah. Okay, but what if you saw me, like, getting lip injections and every time they turned out terrible and I was like, the doctor promised great results, just got to do it again. 
and like thousands of dollars, my lips were just getting fucked up. But the, here's the thing: it's his head's not getting fucked up. I mean, maybe it is. Right? That shit's painful. <laughs> hair transplants are painful, aren't they? But it's they like, pull all this hair oh. out of here and then like place it in here. Ew. No, but I mean, I'm, like, I'm pointing as if they can like <laughs> from the back of your head and put it on like the top or wherever. You're but like with from. lip injections, like that shit's obvious. Like if you were getting lip injections and nothing was happening, and yeah. they're like, "Oh, okay, we have to fix." Like, okay, I'd be like, if you're willing to spend that amount of money, fine. Mm-hmm. But like, if I had the money, like I would, literally, I was was I not just saying this? Yeah. <laughs> if I had the money, I would get so much fucking surgery. Yeah. Like not like insane amounts, but I'm like. I would love to be able to, like, get minor lip injections or a lip flip and, yeah. like, do the preventative Botox. Like, I would love to do that shit. Okay, so as a friend, you wouldn't be telling them not to do it, but would you be maybe helping them find a better hair transplant person? Yeah, I'd maybe say, hey, like, you've been going to this one for a while. Like, are they explaining to you why you have to keep going back? Like, should you maybe research a different one? Also, they kind of seem like they're gaslighting him. Like, great results, and they come back, they're like, no, no, we're not promising great results. <laughs> but with this one... No, no, don't worry. Great results, you just have to do it 15 more times. Yeah. <laughs> mm, seems fake, but okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I think you have a point. Like, if someone has the money, if he has the money, if he doesn't, maybe maybe we have a talk with him about um, how to better spend or save or whatever. If he's going into debt for it, then that's kind of shitty. Yeah. But, like, if he has the money to spend on it and it's what makes him happier, then, like... Like, you can say, hey, I think you look fine, like, mm-hmm. but you can't tell him not to be insecure about something he's insecure about. <laughs> hey, just don't. How about you... You know what? Like, you're spending a lot of money. You should, have you tried just not <laughs> feeling that way? Have you tried just being bald? Oh, my God. No, but, like... It's like when I tell people, yes, I've gained weight. Like, I used to be so small. And they're like, no, you still look great. And I'm like, that's not the point. <laughs> the point is I don't feel good about myself and yeah. I'm insecure about it. Like, it doesn't matter what you think. No. I think it could be good to be helpful and, like, compliment people. Um, I like to tell my boyfriend that, yes, he's going bald, but he has a great shaped head. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried telling him that the shape of his head is nice? Honestly, I feel like that's a good compliment for a bald person. No one wants to, like... Like, my dad has the most square head ever. Like, I don't know what my grandma did when she was, like, rotating him as a baby. It is flat on all the sides. (laughs) Just took turns, like, placing him, like, fully upside down on top of his head. And then on the back for a month, and then on the side. Like, if he goes bald... So sorry, it's not. He's just very square. Aww. So maybe compliment. Maybe he has a, if he has a bad shaped head, tell me he's a good shaped head. Anyways, <laughs> just start buying him a really nice collection of hats. Oh, they give me like helmets to like shave your head, but <laughs> no. I guess you're too old for that now. <laughs> yeah, it's too late. Start buying him nice hats, <laughs> like you would know. <laughs> hey, bud, this hat is like really good on you. I yeah, I would help him like just from a logical standpoint. Say, hey, I'm worried these doctors are taking advantage of you. Like. I'll help you. Let's try somewhere else, maybe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let him live his life. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's one thing, like yeah, if you, if he's like going into debt and like he's like not able to pay bills and stuff, that's one thing. But if he's saving to get these done and he has the money and he's doing it responsibly, who cares? Yeah, I say the biggest problem here is just the the surgeon. Unless someone on here, someone listening knows uh, more about hair transplant surgery and it's supposed to take multiple times. But, like, obviously these surgeons are shitty in the fact that they're not telling this guy, right? Yeah, exactly. So. Like, they should be upfront and say yeah. this might take. And maybe they are. We don't know. Well, they said, uh, he says he's promising great results and then tell him otherwise at recheck. So, and yeah. then tell him on another procedure. Oh, yeah. So. so. 
I so go like, somewhere else. Yeah, definitely. Our advice is let him let him do him as long as he's not like homeless and in debt from it. Yeah. Um, but just maybe help him find a better one. Yeah, that's what I think. And keep complimenting his head. <laughs> I just like I get the feeling, right? Like you're so insecure about something, and like you're desperate to try anything that'll fix it. Yeah. You know, like that's everyone has at least one thing i would say that they would fix if they could for sure for sure i have multiple <laughs> yeah all of me just replace body face and personality just to name a few <laughs> um yeah i definitely say so though like as a friend as as much as compliments like won't solve it and don't like compliment him expecting that like he'll be like oh my god you're so I'm right here. i look great yeah but like giving compliments is like nice or even if it's like something small like i feel like those kind of ones are the ones like not when he's like i'm so bald i hate myself for you to be like no but like one time just be like oh i can't get you bald the shape of your head is so amazing the shine is so good no you know like if someone's insecure about their body you can be like oh my god those jeans look really good on you or something small you know yeah for sure but um, maybe think of something for someone's fault. I just think you remember that Mad TV, the back of your head is ridiculous. That <laughs> she could say if he's the top of his head is balding, be like, wow, back of your head looking ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, I think like just support him and like you can help him and talk to him about it. But at the end of the day, like you can't like you can't invalidate what he's feeling. Like if this is no. what he wants to do, yeah, and you're not his um. Like financial assistant, yeah. just let him, let him do. Wait, him. it's trusty. Yeah. Mind your business. <laughs> just kidding. You obviously care about your friend. Yeah, good for you. Keep caring. Just um, maybe let him do his own thing if that's yeah. what makes him feel better. That's our advice. Okay, question number two. Uh, I've always been pretty positive and optimistic, <laughs> and Can't not wait. really. <laughs> <laughs> um, but things got tough when I decided to start my own business. I enjoyed what I did, but over time I began to lose the passion. Then 2020 hit and shut down the world. I know millions, if not billions, have been affected over the last year, but my struggles grew exponentially. I'm at a point where I'm consumed by negative thoughts and it's affecting my life in all places, and I feel like all I do is complain. Does anyone have advice on how to find the positive in, thought- in things or just silence negative thoughts? No. No, but if you have any advice for me, that'd be great. Excellent question. Um, we will now hear from the audience. Yeah. People writing tips. No, I'm just kidding. You know what's funny is I'm I'm absolutely going to give advice on this, but this is my <laughs> issue as well. <laughs> I will not listen to my own advice. But I mean, I get the, like, enjoying what you did, but over time you lose passion. Like, I loved my job when I started. Yeah. I loved my job, but I feel like the pandemic especially took such a toll on me. And, like, the work is already so hard and, like, all that added stress, you know what I mean? Like, it mm-hmm. was hard. Yeah. It was really hard. And I went, same thing, from, like, really loving my job and, like, being excited to go to work to just being, like, oh, my God, not again. Yeah. And, like, burnout is real, too. Like, even if it wasn't for the pandemic, like, sometimes you just are doing something and it's just the stress of it being, like, an actual career that you have to, like, work towards. Sometimes you just burn out and you lose that passion for it. Yeah. The pandemic definitely made things um, worse and, like, sped up the process, I think, for mm-hmm. a lot of people. Um, but, and and I get, too, that those kind of things sometimes, like, trickle down into your personal life. Like, you're unhappy at work and some, and then sometimes, like, 
you're unhappy at home, right? Like, even well, the mean, smallest things. That's not, I'm going to be unhappy at home regardless. Yeah, I was unhappy to begin <laughs> with. But but sometimes, like, you know, you are you have a bad day at work, right? And everything else that happens for the day is shit. Like, you're grumpier about it, anything like that, right? Like Yeah, super irritable. Yeah. Um. So, like, things... Like, all you feel like all you do is complain. Like, well, that happens. Like, when shit, when shit gets bad... Like, it's, it's hard to not complain, right? Like, and sometimes, like, I feel like complain's a bad word. Yeah. Because, like, sometimes you're just venting about your shit that's happening, right? Like. Yeah. I mean, advice on how to find the positive in things or just silence negative thoughts. Um. I mean, there's a lot of tips on how to silence negative thoughts. Yeah. But, I mean. Find the positive in things? I don't know. But maybe. Instead of, like, trying to find the positive in things, find something else that is positive for you, like a hobby or a new pet or something fun and different. Like, you know, like, just find something else that makes you happy. Like, I'm not someone that can sit there and be like, okay, but, like, this is really, like, great part of it. (laughs) I can't find positives. Yes, we've already established that. But I will spend money to buy things that make me happy. (laughs) Like hair plugs. I don't know, like... Because there's, I don't know, like, silencing negative thoughts, you know, like, my friend always makes me do, like, best case, worst case, most likely, when I'm spiraling. So, <laughs> remember, <laughs> but this is, like, not negative thoughts, this is just, like, irrational thoughts, when okay. my pet cam cut out, and I was texting you, like, my apartment's on fire, and you're like, why do you think that? <laughs> Literally, why do you think that? And I'm like, there's no other explanation. <laughs> and Clarence is like, well... Maybe your internet cut out. And I'm like, no, on fire. Nope, it's I'm telling you, it's on fire. And he's like, is that really, like, most likely? And I'm like, I'm still texting my super about it. I'm still getting Maddie to drive me home early just so I can make sure, like. <laughs> yeah. But, like, in a regular situation, I feel like best case, worst case, like, most likely is a really good tool to use. Mm. Um, But not, like. For, like, just negative thoughts. That's for, like, more so situations where you're spiraling a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Negative thoughts. I don't know. Like, I... <laughs> this is going to be really... All my thoughts are negative. Um, <laughs> I say, like, isn't grounding kind of good for, like... It's, like, overthinking. Like, my negative thoughts a lot of time are overthinking, right? Yeah, like, ruminating. Yeah. yeah so, that's where, like the grounding which we've talked about in other episodes are like good because then it just kind of gets you out of that head headspace out of that head out of that head into <laughs> another to be out of my head yeah <laughs> um out of that headspace and into like not a more positive one but maybe just one that isn't spiraling you know yeah for sure i think mindfulness grounding techniques are both really really great things um i was gonna say something else and now i don't remember no advice for you <laughs> That's it. That's all you got. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to remember what you literally just said. Um, About grounding techniques? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I did. I got out of my head. There you go. Perfect. I don't remember anything. It wasn't negative, but it's gone. <laughs> I just blacked out. Um, yeah, like, I'm definitely, like, I can relate. I have so many, like, negative thoughts. <laughs> I think this sounds so bad. Um, and I think a lot of it is, like, I'm not happy in, in my job or life or anything like that, so I can get just being negative about everything. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, you know what? what? A really good strategy that my therapist said to do. What? It was more so when I was, like, really stressed out and I was, like, just worrying about a lot of things, but I feel like it could work with negative thoughts, too. Mm-hmm. She said, 
set aside time in your day to worry. And, like, she's, like, pick an amount of time that you think is appropriate. And then set aside time in your day. And she's, like, and then any time a thought like that comes up during your day, you say, I'm not going to think about that right now. I'm going to think about that at 6 o'clock. Yeah. And then, so, like, I would do that. I would push it and be, like, nope, 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 6 o'clock. And then, like, half of the thoughts by 6 o'clock, I couldn't remember them. Yeah. And then the other half I wasn't, like, as stressed out about because I I wasn't all worked up. And then I gave myself that 10-minute window to worry about those things and to, like, try and problem solve. Yeah. And then after that, I was like, yeah, enough for today. Yeah. (laughs) So I feel like, you know, also you can just be like, okay, I'm going to focus on my day and focus on being as present as possible during the day. Mm -hmm. And if these negative thoughts creep up, I will save them for later. Yeah. And I will give myself time and space to think those and process those. But I'm going to try and remain present right now during the day. Yeah. My therapist gave me that advice. and uh, Did it work? I never used it. <laughs> <laughs> it, worked, it worked for me. Uh, when, I, yeah. when I used it, I don't use it anymore. <laughs> I, I, the only things I think I've ever done for my therapist are um, the thought record things. Oh, yeah. Um, and even then, like, it's just been, they're kind of half-assed. But I find those are, like, good. Um for trying to help through a situation if like my like therapist always said like you have to be in like a not insane like situation right like if you're like insanely emotional like it's just like really bad like let me stop and write this down (laughs) one second what is this thought like you know you have to be a kind of like neutral situation like i get in a fight with my boyfriend and I've, like, calmed down a little. And I'm, like, what am I actually angry about? And I'll do, like, the thought record. Yeah. Um, and it's just kind of trying to figure out, like, what the most... Um, Common, I guess. Yeah, what prominent feeling that you have is. Yeah. And, like, another way to look at it that's, like, more positive. Or, like, it doesn't even have to be. Sometimes it still has that, like, more negative aspect of it. But you're, like, okay, but also this could be the reason. Yeah. Like, sure. does my boyfriend hate me? Or... <laughs> Is he maybe just a little tired? <laughs> yeah. Or does he? Who knows? <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I my The only thing that ever works for me to get out of like super negative thoughts is to watch something um, like a funny YouTube video or like you an action movie. Yeah. yeah. I always recommend action movies because you don't have to think. Interesting. Yeah. It's my favorite thing to watch when I'm in a bad mood. Hmm. Um, I don't want to watch romance because that'll just make me cry or comedy because I just find them stupid sometimes. So action interesting any other advice no good luck (laughs) good luck (laughs) hopefully that was helpful um if not like i again like i also have a really hard time focusing on the positives in any given situation like i try yeah yeah i try really hard but also like if i'm talking to someone and they point out the positives to me i just get really mad oh yeah i'm just like shut up like i didn't ask that like no 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 one asked you (laughs) Um, the only adv- other advice that I have, oh my God, is like, don't beat yourself up over it. Yeah. Like sitting and saying, like, all I do is complain. Like, it's, it's a okay- hard time. Yeah. It's okay to have a, sh- a hard time. Don't like beat yourself up and be like, I'm so negative. I'm the way, blah, blah, you know, like just let it, let it be. Let yourself have a shit time. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know, go from there. Do your best. Yeah. That's all you can ask for. Yep. Exactly. No one's operating at full mental capacity right now. <laughs> uh, I don't think I ever have. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Um, last question. 
Uh, I'm married to a man child and want to leave. We're in our late 20s and have been together for over 10 years. We have a senior dog, no kids. I work full time and make a decent salary. He's been unemployed for nearly a year and has a very challenging time looking for work. He helps around the house frequently and runs errands here and there, but most of the time is spent gaming, smoking weed, and eating. I want to leave either temporarily until he gets his life together or for good. My parents live in the area and I'm battling the thoughts of moving in with them. What should I do? Um, You're like, not move in with your parents. <laughs> no, I'm thinking you've been, you've been together for over 10 years. If he has not gotten his life together now, it's never, ha- never going to happen. Yeah. Like, I, sorry. And it's like, you know, I think some people are unemployed and that's fine in a relationship. But if in the 10 years, like, you're not happy with that. Yeah. Then, like, what is there to do? I mean, I don't know how long he's been unemployed for, but if it's been a while, then, like. Nearly a year. Oh. I mean, he probably could have found a job by now. Well, it is also the it. pandemic, so that could yeah. be totally out of his hands. I just mean, like, if you're, oh, I want to leave. Maybe temporarily until he gets it together. Like. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Like, you need to decide if this is something you're going to work through or if you're going to leave. Like, you can't be like, I'll leave until he's fixed. I'll be back in three months. Like, Uh, that's not how it works. Yeah. Yeah. I think, if yeah, if you aren't happy, then leave. Um, I would say, like, it doesn't have to be, like, a temporary thing, but, like, you can always be open. Maybe in, like, you know, like, it's like in romance movies. Five years down the line, maybe it's shit together. You guys meet on the street and you get back together. But, like, you don't yeah. need to plan for getting back together because the reality is he's not going to get, like, his life together in the next couple months. No. And I also think, like, there's a difference. Okay, I don't believe in, like, breaks in relationships. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just don't. Yeah. Like, I would never do that. But I think there's a difference between saying, okay, we're breaking up. Unless you manage to fix yourself, then I'll reconsider. Yeah. Or saying hey, we need some space. This is, like, not a great environment for me to be in right now. Like, I'm going to, like, stay with my parents for a while. And, like, while we work on things. Yeah. Not, okay, I'm going to peace out. Yeah. Let me know if you get a job. (laughs) Yeah. And also, I feel like giving someone an ultimatum is, like, not the greatest thing. Like, no. You want, yeah, it's nice if he can get his life together. But I feel like you kind of want him to do that for himself and not for you and also what does that even mean get his life together like that's gonna look different for everyone yeah but like like i don't know i feel like you break up with him and like maybe he'll go through his own thing and then he'll like come to terms and be like okay i'm gonna get a job i'm gonna do this and like he'll do what he wants instead of like doing something because he thinks it's what you want you know yeah exactly because that's just not healthy because then in the end like if he's not happy with having this job and this other stuff that he thought you wanted then it's gonna lead to him resenting you right yeah exactly like it doesn't make for a healthy relationship either i think if you're not happy in it you could maybe go if you if you're not fully ready to leave him Maybe go to, like, therapy if you haven't yet. Yeah. Um, I mean, if he's unemployed, they probably don't have money for therapy. Well, if you're... I'm employed, I don't have money for therapy. <laughs> if maybe with her job, maybe she has good enough benefits. Oh. That she can get it covered. Maybe. Um, but I guess you'll see. Didn't she say she had a really... Oh, she makes a decent salary. Yeah. So maybe you can try, like, a therapy session at least and see how open he is to it. If he's not open to it, even then... Or at least, like, talk to him. Have you even had that conversation yet? Yeah. You know, have you even, like, voiced these concerns? Yeah. Because, I mean, he does... He says he does... uh, Helps around the house frequently and runs errands. Yeah. So, like, obviously he's doing his best. Like, 
the pandemic's been a really hard time and imagine how it feels for him to not have a job yeah and like it's so hard looking for work right now like mm-hmm. it, you said he's having a challenging time looking for work but it means he's trying yeah like that probably sucks for him just as much as it does for you yeah and maybe it is just him having a hard time and you have to have a conversation with him and also like i know like playing games a lot can look like such a like lazy thing to do but like my per- boyfriend personally like he plays games because it's like a fun es- escape for him right yeah. like when he's in a bad mood it's like the social aspect of playing games so maybe like your hus- husband um yeah is like he's doing that because he's upset like in a bad mood and that makes him feel better or something else you know yeah i would at least talk to him first that's yeah. what i say and if you haven't if you have already talked to him and it hasn't gone anywhere then maybe therapy and if like no one's open to that then like you need to consider what you want mm-hmm and you need to make that decision very separate based on what he is doing. Yeah. <laughs> like And have a conversation yeah. with him too, maybe like that says, This is what I want. Yeah. What do you want? And then go from there, like For sure. Because maybe he wants something completely different as well and he's feeling the same way as you that he's not sure if you guys wanna stay together. Very possible. You never know. That's my advice. Yeah. Good stuff. That's it. This may or may not be our last one before Christmas. No, we are recording one more. No, yeah, we're going to record one more for sure. Um, for sure, for sure. And then we'll see if we get any more until the new year. Yeah. But Wish us luck. So wild. The year's almost over. I 2020 know. has been an absolute shit show just as much as 2020 has been. Yes. Correct. Amazing. I'm not even going to say 2022 is going to be my year because it's probably not. No, I'm just thinking like, here's hoping for 2022. <laughs> I'm not even thinking that. I'm just like, eh. <laughs> I'm still alive, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, you can send us your questions to we don't know them podcast at gmail.com, um, Instagram, Twitter, anything. Um, yeah, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Bye.